0: growing your business with limited budget or resources, which every company, no matter how big or small, have limited resources. Um, This is what we're gonna talk about today, and it's gonna be very simple and straightforward. I have worked with huge companies with millions or billions, actually, in um, resources. (laughs) No, billions in valuation, millions in resources. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let me correct that little point. there. And I've also worked with like super tiny startups or um, medium-sized scale-ups that have a limited market. Therefore, they're actually pretty small compared to the other companies that I've worked with. And I can see that like the biggest mistake, no matter how big or small they are, is that every time, depending on the growth stage they are at... Every time they hit like plateau in growth according to their forecast and what they promised to their investors or their own team or their growth, growth vision and they there's a moment in every moment like yeah in every stage that the, the growth hits plateau and uh, and you're still spending money marketing, you're still running campaigns, you're still doing everything you have a full team working on growth, and still you hit that plateau. And, uh, and then the game of uh, blaming starts. And then the game of who, who has a fault? What's not working? And the, the game of um, brainstorming, which is great, <laughs> where everybody thinks they uh, know about marketing, they know about business growth. So everybody starts, like, yeah, like getting articles or ideas or, or just giving ideas to the marketing team, thinking like this, this. And, and they are doing it from the best like intention possible. They're doing it from like, we want to help out thinking outside the box of marketing team. So it's always helpful to hear like any kind of advice and ideas from outside until it becomes too much and too noisy and too everywhere all over the place. So I have found kind of a formula. It's not really a formula, but I have found three steps That can apply to big companies, small companies with limited resources, no matter what the resource is. If it's human resources that are limited, if it's time that is limited, if it's um, money that is limited. So no matter how big your company, again, you're going to have one of those three or those three limitations. Time, money and people. So you have to be aware of that. And, and believe me, I am the queen of saying there's no uh, cap or there's no limit in the budget as long as we grow within these KPIs. Uh, translating that into normal words means I don't have a limit of how much money I can put in this or resources I can put in this as long as we grow with a cost per acquired customer or cost per acquisition or cost per unique user or whatever you're growing of x like i'm willing to pay 20 dollars for each customer required so if there's no limit if we grow to billions i have billions to put in which is completely false it's just my sales pitch whenever <laughs> or my answer to whoever marketing agency or uh, any any service we hire are, are asking for but um, limitations I always say yeah, there's no limit as long as it's within these mm, KPIs. <laughs> key performance indicators. There's a lot of feedback on on using this um just small words, KPIs and stuff. But um but that's a bit of bullshit. There's always, like, if if somebody brings me a billion of users, then I I only have, because it's a private health company with investors, we only have X amount of money. So, of course, if we keep growing, we can k- keep raising money and stuff. But there's a limit because there's so much we can... Oops, sorry, I hit the microphone. <laughs> there's a so much we can raise within X time, et cetera. So let's not go into nitty gritty in that area. I'm just saying I've, do- I've said this out loud, and I am going to keep saying it in some different contexts. That it's bullshit. Every company has limitations of these three areas. Time, people, and money. So, <laughs> these are the three easy steps. We can go into detail later. We can talk about it later. I do consulting on this. So, you can hit me up in an email. Um, um, or, yeah, I'll, I'll leave an area here where you can... Um, Reach me out if if you're interested in going in detail to this. But these are three steps. If you do it, it's going to help your business no matter how big or small you are, and no matter how growth, which growth stage you're at. So, after that super long intro, (laughs) let's get to it. Three steps. I'm just going to mention them and then we're going to go into them. First is analyze, understand where in which growth stage you are at. Where are you growing? Are you in zero to one? Like, the first launch moment are you and you have limited resources and you want to know how to get to that one first step or one first growth or one first customer or one first stage of growth or are you in the second stage which i call one to ten which is okay i've 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 had acquired some customers i've tested a little bit the product now i need to go a little bit beyond like those things into a niche and grow it and, and see how it goes. And then, or are you from 10 to hundred, you're ready to, to go broader than just like, okay, innovator innovators just, just started using it. I need to go broader, like, like a little bit bigger than that. And uh, et cetera, et cetera. So which stage growth stage you are at? That's the one important thing we're going to go into detail. The second point is I, I like to say focus. But the first word you should remember in the second step is deprioritize. So the second step is focus, because um, that's one of the biggest mistakes everybody makes. But I mean everybody, the huge, huge companies with a lot of resources and the tiny companies with like five people working (laughs) in the company. So... Everybody, it's our biggest challenge as businesses. I think it's to focus, and even as individuals. So let's go through it. First is analyze which growth stage you're at. Second is to focus. In the number two, what I'm saying, focus is the most important part. Is how to understand to deprioritize and then prioritize, or you can prioritize and then deprioritize. But that's the the challenge. Um, and the third step, it's communicate put a pin in that one, I'll go into the detail, but this is a very important step. If you don't learn how to communicate with the team, within the marketing team, with the management team, within the company, with the investors, with the market itself, if you don't learn to communicate what is the plan and what are you going to do and stuff, nothing is going to happen the right way or nothing is going to actually develop the way you planned or worked for. So again, Analyze growth stage, understand which growth stage your company, your business, your, your whatever you're working at, your company is at, focus and communicate. Let's get to analyze. I just gave a little bit and I'm going to make it as quick as possible. <sighs> but as I said, if you're just launching your product, your service, your business, you're in zero to one. That's where you're at, and you have to understand, okay, I am in zero to one very clearly. Um, that's usually the easiest stage to understand where you're at, and is a bit lost. Everybody's just like, people are much more inclined to be more focused and take one thing at a time, because at the same time, having limited resources in terms of people means less distractions. When you're zero to one, you are just yourself or two founders or two, three people. And you're just like figuring out. So it's like a limited amount of people that could potentially yeah, bring distractions or uh, random ideas or scatter around. So you actually just take one step at a time and one thing at a time, one effort at a time. It's one of the easiest stages to To just do the right thing and not uh, get lost so it's it's one of the easiest stages to do the second step which is focus and it's the easiest stage to do the third one which is communicate have less people to communicate to you have less structure to communicate to so it's um it's just the easiest if you're just there uh i i've also get a lot of like people like about to launch or their even their company as 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 consultants and And how do they do that and stuff? It's like, okay, you've understood you're in zero to one. You need to get to that first client or the first group of clients. And um, now you've been told and you've been reading and you've been listening to all these podcasts and articles and everything that tells you to do everything. How SEO is so important. How digital marketing and all social media channels are important. You have to be on TikTok. You have to be here. Where is your Discord channel? This is blah, 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 blah. Your PR. You having a full team working on your PR is so important. That's the base of it. And like, And you get like... Bombarded by all the things you should be doing and how have you built your email list, <laughs> and it's just like i I see a lot of founders being like bombarded just by the media or their their social media or their yeah sources of information they usually get of everything they should be doing, but they're not so yeah, even when you're in zero to one, you get blocked and and you have to understand uh where you are who you wanna get to and your limitations and just focus in the one or two or three max things that you're going to be able to cover. If you're very tiny, I would do one at a time, but let's not get into the details there. There's a strategy for when you're on zero to one, there's a different strategy when you're one to 10, there's a different strategy when you're 10 to 100, and there's a different one when you're 100 to 1,000. And there's like the growth stages I like to call, depending on like if you're already in the mass market or you're just launching or you're in the middle of you're in the innovators market or you're, um, yeah, whatever you are. So understanding which growth stage you are. As I said, the first one is the easiest one, but the ones that the, all the companies get like lost is when they are already in the 10 to 1,000. Nobody knows where they're at. It's like some sometimes I talk to companies and they're like not even understanding how big their potential market is. So they actually don't know. And it's just easy to say, OK, your market is your potential market that you can acquire or the, 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 the market size is 300 million. OK, that's market size. What is your potential market uh, to acquire within that? How many of those 300 million people around the world actually use services? or are potentially growing into using services like yours. Oh, it's actually only 3 million. Okay, now we're talking. So your universe of actually potential into market 3 million. You currently have 300. So let me tell you, you are in the 10 to 100 size or a stage of growth. Therefore you have to understand, oh, within the customers you have, how do they behave? Are there innovators? And so there are strategies to understand first where you, which stage you are at, um that's the first step you have to take understanding which stage you are at and then once you've done the work to understand the growth stage you're at you're going to understand why you have plateau with the current efforts that you're doing in marketing um it's not that straightforward um, because you're like, okay, I am in this growth stage, great, but I'm investing all this money in these channels and I'm doing everything everybody says we should be doing. I'm doing SEO, I'm doing PR, I'm doing media, traditional media, I am doing influencer marketing and also uh, affiliates and partnerships and referrals and I'm also doing, yeah, whatever. So uh, branding and I am present in events. Blah, 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 so that's the biggest challenge you find with big companies they are doing it all and no matter how big or small their team is most times they are completely unfocused and scattered and when they're trying to cover so much they don't end up covering well any of those areas even when they hire marketing agency uh we can have a whole podcast about the challenge with marketing agencies And the key is to have someone who knows how to handle and how to work with a marketing agency tightly and fast enough for that to be actually an asset instead of something that takes resources and time and everything from you. So let's put a pin in the marketing agency situation. But um, once you know your growth stage, then you start focusing. So when you're covering it all, it's impossible. You're going to understand, okay, I am in the growth stage of, I don't know, 100 to 1,000. I am ready for the mass market. I am doing everything. I've worked with 300 or 600 or 1,000 articles doing everything properly with SEO. I've hired someone to clean up and feel everything. I have backlinks. I've done every SEO issue. I've been, and like, and, and, and you 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 go through every effort and then you understand which of these efforts have served you well, and they're going to continue serving you, but how can you descale them or unscale them? Yeah, just bring them down as low as possible. Believe me, every one of your contacts in these areas are going to tell you, you need to scale up bigger, you just need to go bigger. If you talk to your Google agent, they're going to say you're spending too little compared to your compared to your competitors. Uh, if you talk to uh, in the industry you have, in the market you have, you're going to, you, they're going to tell you you're spending, you're to talk to your Facebook or social media or TikTok agent, they're going to tell you the same. <laughs> you're spending too little compared to your competitors, so you have to scale this. And I'm let me tell you how to do it. And sometimes they have a point. And most times they're going to be right, but it's not about just out-competing each other and spending more on each of these platforms. In each industry, because you are like eating your own market, or I don't know how to put it in rational words here, but it doesn't work like that. And the only one who grows is the media platform. So don't listen. And it's hard. I have hung up on this sales company, Google, Facebook, TikTok. There was one from Twitch um, calling to tell me how, like, in the first call, I I answer and I listen and and then they get to the same loop of information and it's mostly a salesperson who doesn't really know how the business works. So they're just focusing on growing their revenue and they call you because they see the potential of your business growing further, like than what you're spending currently. So going through each of the marketing channels in the, in the stage two of focusing and seeing okay, what have I done that served us well, but now it's not it's not giving us much. Hopefully by now you already have, if you're doing from hundred to thousand, I mean, this is not a number of customers. I'm just saying a stage growth stage. I mean, if you're just already ready for the mass market, um, hopefully by now you have a very, very good, um, tracking system and infrastructure in your business to understand which of these marketing efforts are bringing the most, uh, to your business. Right? So, Nothing is straightforward. Everything is a bit complicated because not one marketing effort has the attribution of all. If you're in business and marketing, you understand what I'm saying. (laughs) You cannot just say, oh, 100,000 customers came only from Facebook because they told me this is my tracking service. Yes, but most likely, they have search on it. So they touch SEO or SEM in Google ads. And most likely, they saw TikTok video on that most likely, they also read the newspaper with the interview you had with one of your employees about this specific, so you know, and most likely, the neighbor talked about your company and told them something. And that's, that's why they recognize the brand. And remember you in the end, they saw a Facebook ad and they click on it and they convert it, but their real attribution is not really hundred percent to that Facebook ad. It's to all these points where they had contact you and with, with your brand before. Um, so, so it is, it's a big challenge. Attribution is not something anyone has solved completely. There's a lot of approaches and a lot of platforms to try to, to try to get closer to a little bit more exact attribution model that nobody has figured it out. So all you have is a tracking system that is gonna give you an estimate on what comes from where. And honestly, in the end, what you can do is just test out, like turn off something or turn down something and you'll see the effect. So the first stage is very scary because when the company, sorry, the second stage, which is focus is very scary because when the company is desperate for growth, and you're proposing to go through each channel to decrease the spend they're doing those channels, they're like, no, wait a minute. That means we're gonna lose potential customers that could have come from that channel. I can't afford to lose that in that week or time or whatever. But they don't understand it's long-term. Long-term, I mean, three months, it's gonna be better for the business. So they just have to trust you to be able to, or you have to trust yourself to be able to do that. So you go through each channel and then you go like deprioritize whatever is not tracking or showing that it's serving you or it's it's making, acquiring new customers or, or, or bringing your brand awareness higher. It's not serving you at the moment according to the goals you have. You go down to everything and then you pick, okay, this is working, this is working, this is working. From whatever you are already doing, I would just try to bring everything down and and, and put that aside and then understand, okay, if my business is ready to go to the mass market, and we have done A, B, C, or D already, we have covered these areas. We are already on people's minds. We are already here and there. We are already better. What is next? Oh, okay, maybe I need a spokesperson that everybody knows and trusts. Uh, maybe I should decrease my my resources or my investment in all these areas that I've already invested, and it's still working for me, and put it all in this big campaign. Or maybe I have not done enough PR and this is the moment to do PR. Do we have an excuse to do PR? Are we going to launch a product or service that is going to be relevant for newspapers and TV channels and bloggers about the subject and everybody to talk about it? There should be a week where everybody thinks you're everywhere. Right? And, and then you, you create a campaign structure just on PR, like based on PR and, and you do work with product team and with marketing team and with communications team and everybody in, in order to to make this huge launch and momentum to create what you need to get to the mass market. And then what's going to follow up. So I, I am going into the nitty gritty, like what a strategy here is, but it's just a little example on, on one of the biggest challenges I see people having on on the stage number two, which is focus. How to focus? Like, I'm doing everything and I cannot afford to stop anything. And you, know? you have to stop and understand and decrease. Choose focus and according to where you're at in the market. Choose what's your next weapon of choice for your next move or strategy to get to where you need to be and invest everything in there. I mean, the focus of your people, your teams, the cross functional. Uh, work within the teams, like everything should be, or 80% of it should be down to that uh, goal to get yourself out of that stagnation. And then you start growing again, and then you have to develop the whole strategy and the follow-up after that big bump. How How is the follow-up in marketing? It's not, it's not going to be the same that you used to do. So this brings us to number three, which is one of the biggest challenges I have personally found when working with companies. So let's put it that way, 70 or no, I would say 90% of the companies I've worked with, or 80, let's put it like that, 100% trust me. And I don't have the communication channel. I just have a big report, a big meeting, and I say, this is what happened, this is what we're doing this, this is what we're doing next. We don't really know what's gonna happen next because that's gonna be defined um, after we learn what happens with this next launch. And we're going to test and keep growing. And they're like, okay, sounds like a plan. Go for it. And then they just let me run in it, right? And in the process, like, I do I pivot. I, I learn and grow and, and, and then growth starts happening and everybody's happy and stuff. But with that 20% of companies that they're like a bit scared and they're not going to trust you, communication, which is the third step, is key. So you develop the key, you understood where your stage, your growth stage is at. you have developed strategy, you have everything, the plan, the resources allocated, everything. If you don't manage to communicate in a way that resonates with everyone, meaning management team, investors, employees, co-workers, clients with themselves, because you need them as well. In some in some um, strategies, you're going to 100% need your current clients for customers. Um, If you have not been able to communicate in all these areas uh, properly, you're going to freak them out and they're going to block you. And then they're going to pull you in different directions. Uh, So they're going to block what you're working on. They're going to block your strategy, your plan, because they're too scared of it or whatever. And they're going to pull you in different directions. They believe they're safer or easier or whatever their perspective is. Um, So first, it's going to be it's just not gonna work uh, with lack of trust. But la- and then and then you're gonna be pulled in every single direction, and then your strategy is gonna completely fail. So um, that's why I always put it as like this is like the last step that it's key in order to succeed. If you have high trust, if they already trust you and they just let you run with it, and you have proven with other companies and with yourself and with other growth stages within the company that you can do it, then, then you're going to run easier. It's like, even then you have to communicate in a way that, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is where we're at. This is what we have to do. This is the plan currently. It's going to evolve, but this is what we are planning. Uh, everybody agrees. Yes, 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 yes. Good. Let's run with it. And they, they just trust you, right? If you have to constantly report on it and you have to develop a system, to report in a way that makes everybody understand and can't feel comfortable with the, uh, constant growth or weekly growth or monthly growth or whatever. The, the, the pace, um, chosen by the team and depending on the market and the industry is, um, going to work for you guys. Um, but yeah, it requires trust and it requires like proven, yeah. Results from before. And sometimes not even with proven results from before. It's enough. (laughs) It depends on people relationships and it's a big challenge. But yeah, this is basically it. It can, it sounds easy and I don't want it to sound like a formula, but it sounds simplified because it's simple. The steps you have to take are simple. The, the paths you take on these steps just varies so much within each company, each industry, each market, because just depending on where it, I, I could make a tree, a decision tree on this, but my child just woke up, so I have to go. <laughs> but the decision tree would be uh, like, um, if you're stage one and you are in, in stage one growth stage, and then you have done all this, uh, you have to focus on this, and blah, blah, blah. but then it depends on the results. You have, so within each company, within each, that's where consulting works best, right? Um, There's not a big formula, but if you have, you don't need consulting, if you have a great team, if you have a friend or a set of eyes from outside that can help you out a little bit to go through these three steps, uh, I think you're going to get out of that growth plateau. By the way, this is very important. This also works very exactly the same for B2B companies. Um, it's just different because the marketing strategies are more marketing slash actually sales, and um, and uh, like the conversation I had right now, it was more into B two C companies. If we if I give an example on how this works with B two B, just change the marketing channels to the sales strategies you're currently working on and and building on, and yeah, you have to descale some of them and understand where you're at where you have to go to and focus um but yeah i hope this helps again i'm just gonna close repeating it step one uh, well step zero understand your limitations (laughs) understand your limitations in people in time and in money there's always these three limitations no matter who you are no matter if you are microsoft you have these three limitations as well. That's step zero. Step one is going to be analyze your growth stage. Where are you at in the market? Where are you at in the industry? Where are you at within the company's growth path? And um, number two is focus, meaning deprioritize to afterwards be able to prioritize and focus. And number three is communicate. (laughs) Communicate within the company, investors, with clients, with market with the management team communicate so you can run with it. And I hope this helps. Send me an email or message uh, on Instagram I would guess. Um or yeah, I'll I will i will send um yeah, or just send an email to the yogicoder.com. Sorry, not the at gmail dot com. Uh also the dot com you can write. But um and with your thoughts, and and, and let me know what you think. I have proven this with more than 15 companies in the last 11 years. So um, hopefully this helps you out, whether you are starting your company or working in a huge company, um, you get out of that stagnated growth moment that freaks the hell out of everyone. (laughs) Hope to see you soon, or listen, or read you soon. Bye-bye.